0: Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzibbyandtracy.com and it's sex talk S-E-X-T-O-K, to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website, listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Hi, Tracy. I'm excited for another episode of some sex talk with you.
1: I know, and I'm excited about the TikTok following,
0: I can't believe which it. is up to, what is it? I mean, one is n- nearly a million nine four five. It's crazy. It's going to hit a million before we finish this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? You and I just being silly. I know, I can't believe it. Yes, if anyone's listening and you're not following us on TikTok, our TikTok is, account is with Zivi and Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y. So go check it out. We have like, I don't know, almost 2 million probably because the other one was Seven hundred and fifty thousand. I know, I know. I just think it's hilarious, and that's only in one week as well. I know. This is crazy. Really nuts. It's good to know.
1: Listen, if it gets messages out there about sex, then I'm happy because honestly, that that one that we talked about, where we said twenty percent of women don't orgasm during penetration, and there were so many women on there saying, "Well, I've never heard this before," and it's a bit like, "Oh my God, where have you been, all these women?" It's just amazing. So anyway.
0: I had not heard that before either. I had not
1: heard that, I forget that in my world. It's so obvious, but then yeah. Interesting. And
0: 40,000 people liked it, which must be yeah. right. Anyway. Okay. So now more good stuff yes. for today. Okay. Three questions for you, Tracy. Here we okay. Anonymously sourced questions. <laughs> Enter your question on our website, on my website, zibbyowens.com slash sex. If you have your own question and here are some that have come in. I have met a new man and really like him, but the sex is okay at best. Is this a bad sign? Doesn't everyone have great sex at the start? Should you leave if the sex is no good?
1: Good question. Very good question. And there are different scenarios because some things are fixable and some things are not fixable. The first thing is technique. If it's a bad technique, absolutely not a dumpable offense because you can teach technique. The thing is though, with all of this, he has got to be, or she, I think it was a he, wasn't it? He's got to be willing to learn. He's got to be willing to be open to being guided and given feedback because if he's not and the sex is no good, well, you can forget it. Okay. So that's the override premise for all of this but technique you can definitely teach even if it's inexperienced you know say he just hasn't had enough experience with sex or he doesn't really understand how the female sexual response system works all of these things you can just send him a few links to a few good stories or even gift a sex book that covers everything you think that he should know So that's fixable. Harder are things like his attitude to sex. Now, maybe he's quite conservative and you're not. That means his upbringing is very different than yours. These things, again, we've talked about before, you can fix them. But if it's really deeply ingrained, it might mean that he has to get a bit of therapy or whatever. depends on how much you like the guy. But that, again, can be fixed. Even different sex drives can be fixed. If you've got, you know, you want it more than he does or he wants it more than you do, that can also be fixed. However, as I always stress... If at the beginning you see a big difference between your sexual appetites, your sex drives, you know, the, the sort of sex you like, it helps if you find somebody who actually is a lot like you, but you you know, you're saying that you really like this guy, so hang in there. There is only one scenario, I think, that is a walk away thing, and that is if somebody's a selfish lover. Now, by a selfish lover, I mean somebody who doesn't care less whether you enjoy yourself, doesn't care less if you have an orgasm or not. I mean, what is the point of working with somebody like that? Because And there's no point in trying to give them feedback because they really don't care. They don't care. They don't want to please you. They don't care less if you have an orgasm. Do you remember those T-shirts that used to be around? Like, how do you give a woman an orgasm? Then underneath in small type, it said, who cares? Do you remember that? I do remember oh, that. I used to be so insulted by that so run for the hills if it's that thing what it probably is I'm guessing is that you're not feeling chemistry and this is a hard one because I have to say most of the time if the the sexual chemistry isn't there at the start it's generally not going to be there it is something that tends to be there at the start however I personally know two people who didn't have sexual chemistry at the start who are now very happily married to that person and one of them she ended up seeing him for about a month they didn't even kiss during that time and she said look I absolutely adore him but I just don't fancy him at all he's not my type and she said I've got to break it to him and I just said don't be so stupid like just at least try and kiss him she said no 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 I've got to break it to him anyway They went to an art gallery, I remember that, and she ended up like saying to him, look I'm really sorry, I don't fancy you at all, and then she kissed him goodbye, and then suddenly went, hang on a minute, I suddenly feel like maybe I do fancy you after all, it was just because he didn't look the way her other boyfriends looked, and now they ended up married with two kids, so that worked and another one they had been having sex and she still didn't fancy him but then she really liked him and she gave it a time and then again they're together and she did have chemistry it's all about when you say there's no chemistry it's often to do with your type so if a certain you know they don't look a certain way then you're like well hang on I can't be attracted or aroused by this person because they don't look a certain way so if you just let time kick in it might kick in so all so most of those things are fixable I would in this scenario probably give it a month and see what happens if you really like him. And also just make sure that he is open to being, you know, given feedback and to being, you know, like some guidance and, you know, like this is how I like this and this is how I like that. So if you can tick those two boxes, I think you'll be fine. But yeah, give it at least a month, six weeks.
0: Give it a month, go to an art gallery, Give him a copy of Tracy's book and see what happens.
1: (laughs) Yes, you could always do that. (laughs) Hot sex would be a good one to give him. But relationships are always a trade-off as well. Like if he's ticked, you know, if you've got 10 boxes that you want ticked and the other nine are ticked and this is the only one that isn't ticked, then maybe it's a good, you know, maybe you're okay with that. But you've written to me and asked me about it. So I'm guessing sex is probably up there on your top priority list. But anyway, that's a few things to think about. Excellent.
0: Okay, question number two. The husband of a close friend of mine keeps coming on to me. It's making things very awkward. I am a close friend of both of them and currently single. I've been spending a lot of time with them, and he's always saying how he can't understand why no one is snapping me up. Men should be beating the door down, etc. About a month ago, he made it clear that he's very attracted to me and would love to take it further. What should I do? do I tell my friend?
1: This is an awful, awful scenario. And I I think because you're thinking, am I an awful friend if I tell her? Or am I an even worse friend if I don't tell her? And there are so many things that you need to think about in this scenario. And I mean, it sounds to me, it's really difficult. Like, first of all, you need to have your story completely straight and be absolutely certain that what happened happened. Because if he's a close friend, he might just be saying all these things to make you feel good about yourself. So how far did he take it when he, when he really put the hard word on you? Was it, was it said like, I actually really want to have an affair with you, or I want to have sex with you, or I want to see you without my wife around? Did he try and kiss you? Did he try and touch you? What was it? How far did he take it? Because you know, if there was alcohol involved, just make sure that what what you think happened actually did happen. The other thing is, and, it, and one way to think about this is think about what would have happened if you'd said, yeah, absolutely, I'll have an affair with you. Let's like work out a time now. How do you think you would have reacted to that? Other things to think about is, and if you haven't seen him since, I would strongly advise that you do go and see them, is to look at what's his reaction when he sees you next. Because if he looks like can't meet your eye, is remorseful, embarrassed as hell, you know, like, that to me says you know he said something in the heat of the moment perhaps didn't mean it. had no intention of following through so in that scenario I probably wouldn't say anything but if you meet him and he's really brazen and a bit like winks and you know tries to get you on your own and says well how about it well obviously that's a completely different scenario the other thing to consider of course is what sort of friend what sort of person is your friend would she want to know is or is she the sort of person who would you know would rather that you deal with it and it doesn't get to her also you know what's the history between the two of them. Like if she's suspicious of him, if he's got a history of cheating, well, in that case, you know, and she's always on the lookout for it, whether he's still up to it. Well, you, you should tell him in that scenario. What are you thinking so far? Just so far, Ziby.
0: you know, what I'm thinking is I actually have had a something similar happen. <laughs> so a friend of mine had this happen with other friends of mine and asked me for advice at the time. And I, she never told the wife that the husband had like come on to her at all. And I didn't know what to, and and I still haven't told them and they're still married and nothing happened. But I always Mm -hmm. go back and think, should I have told that wife that like, if he's coming on to my friend, he's coming on to a million people. Right. I mean, it's probably not the only one.
1: (laughs) Not necessarily, not necessarily. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is also that you risk losing the friendship, don't you? Because that whole shoot the messenger thing is a real thing. I mean, because even if she believes you,
0: every time she sees you, she's going to be reminded of what a crap husband she's got. And PS, they weren't even good friends. These are just like acquaintances. They're like in my, you know, I have like a zillion people I know. So I know them, but they're not like close friends. It's tough. I don't know. I know. It's I, don't, tough. I, didn't, it's really, I didn't really. really tough. I didn't say it.
1: It is really tough. And I mean, he will. I mean, the minute you do something like that, of course, what's so awful about it is that if you tell your best friend that your husband, her husband came on to you then you are removing both of her trust systems. They're completely taken away from her immediately. So that's an awful thing. And so it's very, very hard decision. Do you know what I did in a, well, in my situation, I found out that a a very, we're very close friends with a couple, we were at that time. And I found out because I am not give too much away, but anyway, I found out that there were plenty of rumors that he was cheating on her. And I wasn't sure whether they were true or not. So I thought, right, do I tell her or do I talk to him? Mm. And what I did was I said to him, listen, I've heard rumors that you're cheating. I'm absolutely not going to say anything to your wife. Uh, And I don't actually want to know if they're true or not. But just let me tell you that if I hear any more, I will absolutely be telling your wife. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. And he didn't say anything. He just said, fine, thank you for that. And that was all that was said. And I've never heard anything since. Whoa. Well done. So maybe what this woman should do actually is instead of saying anything to the wife, wait until you have time with the husband on your own and just say, listen, I'm not sure whether you meant what you said the other day or what you did the other day, but I just want to let you know that that was really disrespectful to me. It was disrespectful to your wife and it was disrespectful to your marriage. So I'd really appreciate that that doesn't happen again. And maybe that's the way to go. Actually, the more I think about it, I think that is the way to go.
0: Awkward dinners from then on. But... Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> really awkward yeah. dinners maybe from just, then like, on. Maybe just like, don't put on any makeup next time you go over there. You know, <laughs> wear, wear sweatpants and just, you know, make yourself look as bad as you can.
1: I was just thinking back to when I've been single and I've got so many couple friends and husbands who used to always make me feel so good and say, oh my God, exactly those things. I don't know why you aren't snapped up. You're absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, they'd say all those things and maybe, maybe you've just taken it the wrong way. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, maybe that's the way to go. Speak to him. Okay.
0: All right. Expert. Okay. Question number three. I have lots of fantasies and I'm wondering if I should share them with my partner. Our sex life is fine, but it could do with a bit of livening up. What's your take on telling your partner your fantasies? Well,
1: I think fantasies are like a vibrator for the mind. I think we should all fantasize a lot. And I think because there's only so many physical combinations and things you can do with your bodies, but our minds are limitless. And our imaginations are honestly the single most potent engine that drives sexual desire. So everyone should fantasize as much as they possibly can, not feel guilty about it. And and just, you know, it really is the way to keep your sexual appetite so nice and high. But as for sharing fantasies... I am very dubious about it and I'll tell you why it's because there's a myth that lots of people believe that our sexual fantasies are our secret wishes that if we fantasize about something it must mean that we want to do it and this is why when you confess to your husband that in fact you spent all day Monday having a lovely little fantasy about sleeping with the workmen who are currently fitting your new kitchen he doesn't immediately go well that's really sexy and let's have a role play about that next time honey he's just going to stomp out the room get his phone and sack the pool kitchen fitters for doing you know like so you've got to be really careful about sharing your fantasies and you've got to think about why you want to share them as well because they very very often backfire so if you do want to do it the first thing to think about is will it make your partner jealous and this is why I would absolutely never share a fantasy that in Involves anyone that you mix with in real life or could potentially meet, because then they'll be thinking, well, hang on a minute, you know, all she needs to do is act on this and suddenly that fantasy should come true. So if you want to tell that fantasy, keep the sense of the fantasy and just don't say which person it is that you've been fantasizing about. Also, remember, like, just how out there is the fantasy? And remember that if you've been fantasizing about something for a while, the fantasy becomes diluted. And usually what we fantasize about are things that are quite shocking because that's what makes us fantasize about them because they're different than what we would normally do in real life. So just be aware that something you might have been fantasizing about that you think is absolutely fine because you've been fantasizing about it might come as a bit of a shock to your partner. So so anything like, you know, you might think BDSM, swinging, you know, having sex with other people, all of those things are very normal fantasies. But when you say them out loud to your partner. Some people find it very disturbing, even if they fantasize about the same things themselves and even really tame fantasies like saying, OK, I've been fantasizing about next time we go to your office party that we run off and have sex on the boss's desk. He might think to himself, oh, my God, she's thinking of doing that. I'm going to lose my job (laughs) and be really put off by that. So just be aware of how people take this. And the other crucial thing that I think we have talked about before is before you confess a fantasy, make sure they know why. Say, I'm just doing this as a bit of dirty talk. Or I'm just doing this because I think it's funny. Or I'm just doing this because I thought it could be great to spice things up and for role play. not because. Or if you do want to act it out, I'm telling you this because I actually do want to act it out. Because otherwise, you might, as we've talked about, get an unpleasant surprise and Your partner might think that you want to act out something that you don't want to act out. Also be aware, and there are more people out there like this in the world than I thought, but a lot of extremely jealous people don't actually agree that anyone should have fantasies at all. They will will get upset about you finding anything arousing that doesn't involve just the two of them. And it might not even be, and I've even had people get upset when somebody said about a fantasy that is with their partner, about their partner, but it's something they haven't done. It's like, well, what's wrong, you know? And so just be warned. I mean, I I think sharing fantasies is very dangerous. You need to tread carefully. And of course, I've said this before, it's another get out clause. So if you do want to share a fantasy, a very sneaky way to do it is to say, I had a dream last night that we were blah, 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 or I was blah, 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 blah. And just see what your partner says. And if they look horrified, don't tell them it's actually a fantasy. And if they don't, you can say, well, I can't help what I dream. It's not you know, my fault, what I dreamt. and Get out of it that way.
0: Wow. Excellent. Okay. Blame it all on the dreams. Dreams.
1: <laughs> I've blamed a lot of dreams. And I've noticed my husband does as well. So I reckon if he Uh-oh. listens to the
0: podcast. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> he's been coming up with some very weird dreams. Yeah, it dream. goes no, both
0: ways. Know. If you're, If your yeah. partner all of a sudden comes to you about all these crazy dreams. Maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe that's oh, no. But also the other thing is about sharing fantasies is that if you share your fantasies, they're going to share their fantasies. And I have forced people in the past and said, what's your fantasies? Thinking they're going to say, oh, you doing something really sexy or cool. They never are about you, the partner. They're <laughs> always about something completely different. So yeah, be warned about sharing sexual fantasies. <laughs> okay. What's your sex tip of the week? All right, the sex tip is to think of your sex life as a bank account in that you need to have regular sex. But if you've just come out of a period where you've had loads and loads of sex, it's fine to say no to sex without thinking about it. But, you know, if you've just been on that lovely holiday that we're never ever going to get to go on because of lockdown. But if you haven't had sex for ages and you're about to say no, just think about that. You know, just think about that. You know, it's a really nice part of your relationship. There are so many great reasons to have sex. And, you know, before you say no, think about, whether the bank balance is nice and healthy.
0: I like that. A few episodes ago, you said something like, you know, if your partner wants to go on a walk, just go on a walk with him because that's what he's in the mood for. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is,
1: though, isn't it? There's more motivation than desire to have sex. There are other motivations to have sex. And often, particularly with women, desire is responsive so that you might not even feel like sex. And then when you start doing it, you actually do feel like it. I mean, I preface this with of course, no one should ever have sex with anyone else if they don't want to, but you know, it can in a long-term relationship be a bit of a negotiation.
0: Excellent. All right. Can't wait for next week to talk about more questions coming in.
1: <laughs> I know we've got some really juicy ones coming in. Actually, we do, I know. I can
0: forward really few, good. And like, oh, we can't wait for these. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks, Tracy. Until next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on moms don't have time to write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place
1: to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.